Sitter Snippets is sponsored by Renee and Jack Nussbaum. This is the for Odo Bas Alta Chaya. We concluded the paragraph of Shema, the section in which our rabbis during the period of the Gaonim snuck the Shema earlier in the davening during a time of persecution when we were precluded from saying it. We introduced it with Leolam and Avalanachnu, Lefichach Anachnu Chayavim. And then this great motto, this commitment, this affirmation of the Jewish people, Shema Yisrael. It follows immediately with an expression, Atahu olam, Atahu olam. We recognize this from the Yom Noraim, from Yom Kippur as well. You, God, existed before the world was created, and you are the same God who has existed ever since the world was created. You're the God before the world, now during the world, after the world. There is a consistency, a unity, a uniqueness to Hashem's existence. It's a very interesting comment that we're making. What is the purpose? What are we really trying to say? How is this a continuation from the statement of Shema, the unity of Hashem's existence? Shema Yisrael, we're screaming at the Pintalayid inside ourselves. Shema Yisrael, wake up you Jew. Hashem Elokeinu, our God, Hashem Echad, He's one. And now we continue, and that one God, our God, that we have a personal, intimate, close relationship with, He's existed since before the world. And He exists now, and He'll exist forever. The new uh, sitter quotes in the bottom of Pshat from Rav Kook, who notes the contrast between the words Ata and who. Ata is second person, a direct communication, a comfort, casual. We have access to Hashem. He's relatable, accessible. Ata, you. Immediately we recoil. Who? The word who, he, is the third person. Even though we're talking to God, we refer to him in third person, a sense of distance, a sense of respect, awe, admiration. So right there we see the duality, ata, who? You, he, is the one since before the world, and will exist, continue. Rav Chaim explains in the third shot of Nefesh HaChaim, Perakid Beis, that just as Hashem existed before the creation of the world, he is all that exists even now that we have the world. What does that mean? It means the world is an illusion. The world is a matrix. The only reality that exists is Hashem. He was mitzam saying he constricted himself in such a way that we believe this physical reality is here. But if we were honest, it's all an illusion. We operate in the physical world. We have physical temptation, physical satisfaction. He placed our neshama in a guf, our soul in a body, because the way the soul grows closer to him is by making the right choices while being housed in the body, the instrument of free will and of choice. But that body and this material physical world, in truth, it's all one radical illusion. You're all that's ever existed. Just like when the world was tovavo, before there was a world, you were all that existed. Even now that we have this world, it's an illusion. It's an optical illusion. It's not real. And we make that statement. We affirm our knowledge that we operate in the physical world. Of course we do. We're bound by it. We're limited by it. And we operate in it. But we do it with the consciousness and the mindfulness that the entire world is an illusion. Rechaim Velozhner in that same section teaches that if a person internalizes the Pasuk, Ein od milvado, the whole world is an illusion. The truth is, it looks like people in power are the ones with influence. It looks like money buys things. It seems like doctors heal. It feels like nature is a force. But all of that is an illusion. Ein od milvado, there is nothing, nothing in the world but you. There's nothing besides you, Hashem. Rechaim Velozhner quotes, and this is obviously Rechaim Velozhner, the Talmud of the Gro, 
It's hard to think of a more reputable source. It's not some, you know, recent, you give the right donation of tzedakah, he'll tell you what to do to be protected. Rechaim Velazhiner gave us a mesorah, that if a person feels in a time of distress, or anxiety, or worry, if there's an urgency, simply repeat the pasuk, the phrase, Ein od milvado. Ein od milvado. That there is nothing else besides you, Hashem. This world is an illusion. I feel like I'm in trouble. I feel like it's a disaster. I need your help. The world is caving in. Ein od milvado. I'm getting anxious. I'm feeling worried. What will be? What will happen? What will be the outcome? Ein od milvado. Rav Yerucham says that just like before the world, all there was was atahu, now as well, all there is is atahu. It seems like there's so much more, but that's what we're affirming in this paragraph. It in fact is a perfect continuation from the theme of Shema. We just stated Shema, and the continuation of that theme is, not only do I believe you exist, but Hashem, it's not that you exist in addition to me. It's not that you exist in addition complementing the world. You exist, and then you're all that exists. Everything else is an extension of you, an expression of you. Everything else is an illusion. Just like before the world, all there was was atahu. Even since the world's creation, all there is is atahu. The briska Rav, Rav Yitzchak Zev Salavechik spoke about how the practice of reciting Enod Milvado gave him strength and courage when he was fleeing the Nazis. When he was running from Warsaw to Vilno, he was on a train. Several times he thought he was going to be approached by the Nazis. He thought it was his end. Instead of worrying, instead of being filled with fear, Ein od milvado. He kept repeating, Ein od milvado, Ein od milvado. It's not a mystical formula. It doesn't work through some uh, Kabbalistic, you say the formula, everything's going to be okay. Many have said, Ein od milvado, struggle with illness, infertility, loneliness, poverty, and persecution. It doesn't solve our problems. It gives us the strength, the resiliency. It gives us the capacity to endure whatever we're going through with the knowledge it's not coincidental, it's not random. Ain od milvado, everything is by design. Atahu ba'olam the same atahu which existed before the world is the atahu ba'olam and atahu li'olam haba. When we get to the next world, where the illusion will be, will be uh, undone. The illusion will dissipate and we'll see the truth, there'll be a revelation. The same atahu behind the curtain in the world of illusion is the atahu in the world of revelation of reality. And therefore, Kadesh Shimcha Makdishe Shemecha, the Kadesh Shimcha Ba'ulamecha, we ask Hashem not to be so hidden, to sanctify His name through those who sanctify His name. And this is an affirmation of our mission to go through the world making a Kiddush Hashem, the Kadesh Shimcha Ba'ulam. It's the purpose for which we are created in the way we conduct ourselves, in our interpersonal relationships, in our honesty and integrity, in our, in our ambition for holiness, not happiness. This is our mission statement. And we ask Hashem, as we are attempting and aspiring to make a Kiddush Hashem, He should bring Kiddusha, sanctify through it. And through salvation, through his uh, salvation, saving power to raise us up and to strengthen us. Of Chaim Friedlander in his new Sefer on the Siddur says, with your salvation we are raised. The success of Klal Yisrael and Kiddush Hashem are inextricably linked. Hashem reveals Himself to the world through us, our conduct, our values, our behavior. Hashem, when you save us, you are revealed. There's a Kiddush Hashem which is achieved as a result. And finally we conclude the paragraph 
Baruch atah Hashem mekadesh Hashemcha barabim. Some don't say the bracha b'shem Malchus, they don't say Hashem's name, because the bracha doesn't appear in the Gemara. Most do. And uh, this bracha, in fact, was established for martyrs who were dying on Kiddush Hashem. The Shlach Kaddish wrote that this bracha was to be said by a person who was giving up their life to die on Kiddush Hashem. Later, Rabbi Hanan quoted from the Gra the same thing. Rabbi Hanan poignantly, who gave his life on Kiddush Hashem, that the Gra Paskin, that a person who's going to die a martyr, makes this bracha, Mekadesh Eshemcha Barabim Rav Oshri, and his Shuvas Mimamakim discusses this as well. Why are we making this bracha to start our day? We are blessed to live with freedom and liberty and prosperity. We're making the bracha of martyrdom, mikadesh shimcha barabim, for those who die al kiddush Hashem. And the answer is simple, because we are pledging to lead our, leave our, lead our lives to live al kiddush Hashem. To die al kiddush Hashem is the greatest ask. It's the greatest sacrifice a person could make. But it's arising for the moment to spend one's lifetime living al kiddush Hashem. That's also a great challenge. And so we say this bracha, which is our commitment and pledge. Baruch Hashem, Mikadesh Eshimcha Barabim. It's a bracha that our day ahead and the life we'll lead will be a life of sanctity that we will learn to live Akira Hashem.